Welcome, everyone. We're about to begin Bezus Hashem, BPW number 21. That's Bias Panimi, Sheer for Women, Sheer number 21. We're going to discuss today why there is often distance in your marriages and how to correct it. And very often, people feel distant in their marriages. And when you ask them why, they're going to say, my husband is no good, they're not a good person, he doesn't listen to me. He never talks to me. He never shares anything with me. And that he's a bad person. And what often what one needs to ask themselves, if that's the case, then why did you marry him? And to start off this year, I just want to make a very strong disclaimer here. This year is not for people in abusive relationships. If the husband is indeed abusive, is indeed a bad person, and is physically abusive and emotionally abusive, and on the outside is one way, and in, in the house being very abusive, this shear is not discussing that scenario. We're discussing the majority of cases that when there's distance in marriages, it's not about abuse or things like that. It really isn't. It's more simply that you've grown apart and you've grown disappointed in one another, creating that distance to one another. So really what one needs to do, first ask yourself as a wife, am I a nice person, generally speaking? Am I a good person? And then ask the question, is my husband a good person? Is he kind to others? Does he genuinely care about people? Is he overall nice? Is he overall kind? And it's important to understand this. And yes, we know, and it is true, very often people behave better when they're in public with other people than they are at home, privately. That makes sense. But rarely, rarely is that because Be'etzem, this person is different. That they're a bad person, that they're really a bad person, and outside they show that they're a good person, and then they show their real, true colors in the house, and over here, they're the bad person. It usually doesn't work that way. But the truth is, is that most people are good. Most people want to be good. So the first question one has to ask themselves, am I a different person in the way I act towards my spouse than I, when I interact with other people? Do I act differently? Am I a different person when I react to my husband than when I react to other people that are not my husband. It's very sad. People I hear, um, I listen to a lot of things. Here's a story of basically a, 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 a woman that is very warm, friendly, smiling, generous, good person. But with her husband, she rarely smiles, rarely has a conversation with him. And it's basically more or less telling him what he needs to do and texting that way, like a laundry list of what needs to be done, and that's where the talking ends, and that's, it's, that's it. And, and that's a very, very sad thing. And um, you have this the other way around, too, where a husband is aware of and feels other people's feelings and sadly seems indifferent to his wife, so it does work both ways. Um, but the bottom line is it's something that really needs to be worked on, 
And we often, we need to know, and we know deeply this is true, that we often treat our own husbands more harshly than we do others. And the reason behind it is more that it's a relationship issue. It's not a character issue. In other words, it's not that be'etzim, you're a bad person or he's a bad person. It's more because relationship-wise and working on those midas on a day-to-day basis takes more work and takes more self-awareness than it is when you're talking to other people. So usually... It's not because be'etzem they are bad people. Usually it's be'etzem because it's a relationship issue that they have to just work on their character to develop that relationship in a better way, different than what, how the way they were behaving till now. What usually happens, for example, is he may say something that was not so sensitive. She gets hurt. She assumes that he did this to hurt her and that he knows and he doesn't care. And then she tries to explain this. It seems like he's not getting it. So that cements an idea in her mind that Hitaka really doesn't care. Therefore, she withdraws. He feels the distance of that withdrawal because he feels being judged. So he withdraws. And soon, basically after that, they become very prickly, very testy with one another because they both feel unloved. And this is a very common thing. And very often, he never meant to hurt her, and he simply misunderstood her, or maybe caught him in the wrong moment, or sometimes it could even be basic, simple personality differences. So I'll give you an example. You have a couple that's been married for 40 years. He's a type A personality, a very organized, straight, structured and more of a T, which means a thinker, less emotional, more logical. She is more of a feeler, more of a person head in the clouds type of person. He is very goal-oriented. And this marriage, same thing, she felt he doesn't care about me, so she withdraws. And because she withdrew and also blew things out of proportion, being upset at him for this and that, so he also begins to withdraw. And till the point where they're not talking to each other and there's a lot of distance there. And the truth really is, is it's not that, that, that what happens here is the sad part is that you don't just start thinking that you're different from one another. That requires some adjustment and work. You start be- believing in wrongness that they're defective or even bad. And that is an error that you have to catch and correct. And to reiterate, we are not talking in this year about abusive situations. We're talking about healthy, normal people that have normal, healthy flaws. But it happens very commonly where with two good people, they're distant from one another, very much so, not because either one of them is a bad person, but because they are different in personality and they just don't know how to relationship-wise connect with one another the right way, which we're going to work very hard now to correct on the men's side for the men and on the women's side for the women.
So the idea is, is that you're different. And it's understandable and it makes sense very often because you're different from one another. You're going to be, feel misunderstood or misunderstand your husband. And the key is, is once you realize that we're both good people, there's a misunderstanding here or some little thing or maybe even not so little thing that we have to work on, then we work to repair it, to, 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 to connect, but not to allow it to spiral out of control, to start thinking that the other person is a bad person. Because what happens is when you start off like that, then it builds up, it builds up, and then there's years and years of walls, hard walls between the husband and wife that's very hard to, you know, get back to the beginning. But the good news is that we can. Most divorces occur because you start treating your spouse, you start treating your husband worse than you treat everyone else. Yes, it's because you feel hurt. But ask yourself, is it the character Be'etzem? Or it's simply relational because of our personality difference and certain midas that both I as a wife, and him as a husband, need to work on individually and together on the relationship. It's usually that second case. That is what I want to stress right now. And we have to be honest with ourselves. This year, most people who will listen to a share like this will say, you're not talking about me. You're talking about somebody else. But very likely, I'm talking about you. This is something that people do not want to recognize within themselves. It's easier to make that assumption that my husband is a bad person or defective and he'll never change and this is the way he is and he's a rotten apple and end of story. And again, if the sheer, if there is real physical or emotional abuse, he spoke to people and that is indeed the case, that's not what we're addressing here. But if we're addressing the normal distances and testiness and, and just simple anger and, and disrespect and contempt and all of that stuff does not mean you're bad people. Very often it's that second aspect of that it's not Be'etzem, anyone's bad, they're Be'etzem very good, but it's the Midois of working on the relationship. And that is how divorces could be prevented. That's how divorces can be prevented. And the good news is, is that most of the time it can be corrected it could be fixed, and it could be healed. We gave Shiorim in the main shear, in the main group. John Gottman, one of his books, Seven Principles That Make Marriage Work. We're going to talk about other of his books. We have a, a, a Shiorim uh, on, on a book called Eight Dates, written by John Gottman and his wife, that we're going to put in the joint shear about conversations that will can ha- enhance and deeply enrich a marriage and heal it. It's good to listen to that too, including in the main group those seven principles of that make marriage work. But basically, in a nutshell, and we're going to continue on because his stuff is very, very well researched scientifically. He doesn't just didn't just analyze conversations for decades and decades, but eye contact and and body language and and the way people talk to each other. They were able to predict very much if the behavior doesn't change, and they were ninety four percent accuracy that they would get divorced within the within the next five years or not, and they were ninety four percent accurate. 
doesn't mean it has to be that way. It means you change your behaviors, you could reverse that. So there's two main keys that seem so small, but if you start working on this, it could repair the marriage. Number one is to scan for things to praise. And number two is to look for opportunities to connect. So here is a story of a middle-aged woman that goes to these chaburas, these groups. She's the life of the party, encouraging. But when she talks about her husband, she talks in very disparaging terms. Ah, uh, he always forgets things. Ah, uh, he's a shlamazel. He wouldn't survive without me. He wouldn't know how to pick up his, his own clothing. And uh, the criticism goes back decades. Couldn't leave the kids with him and all these things. And then Prussian, this woman talking, hearing these conversations that her husband is really a bad guy. Then he comes in to pick her up. And he, she expected to see this angry, bitter, mean person. And lo and behold, very nice, very lively, very kind. His eyes are twinkling. And, 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 and very intelligent and very warm. But when he looked at his wife, his eyes were dead. And, because she, and then right away she began picking on him. He turns away, shrinks. You literally see him shrink. And again, you're going to tell me when you listen to this, you don't know what happens behind closed doors. Very often, it's not the case, though. That's something that we have to acknowledge to ourselves. It is true Two things we'll acknowledge right now. We're not talking about abusive situations. It's not the share for now. Number So we're not talking about that. Number two is, yes, all of us need to work on that sometimes our external behaviors are better than when we are in the home and better with other people than we, when with our spouse. Part of that is normal, but you're not two different people. Very often, even though you never know what goes on behind closed doors, very often it's pretty simple. And very often, it's not the case that he is a bad person to her and nice to everybody else. Very often, it, the case is that he is a kind person. And he does deeply care about his wife and that she simply couldn't see it. And again, this goes both ways. And we talk on the men's side, on the men, for the men about this. But it is very important to understand this. And then you have another couple. So that's one couple. Then you have another couple. She is an introvert and very practical. And he is a, has a hectic life. He's very outgoing and has hobbies and has different jobs and projects. And you would think they would never get along. But they get along very well. She always finds things to say good about him. He may, she may tease him, but as she's teasing him, she's smiling. She's even holding his arm. When he, she's teasing about him, she has nice things to say about him. She's impressed by his ideas, even though they're very different. What's the difference between these two couples we just described? Very often, it is those two little things that we talked about that John Gottman stresses. And we're going to continue on this theme, Be'ezus Hashem, in the upcoming share.